0: Hello there, everybody.
1: Welcome, Welcome to Jewishish. Jewish.
0: Season two? Oh. Joseph thanks. It's Sunday, September 20th, 2020. Mm-hmm. We've got laughs, we got news, we got stories for the Jews and non-Jews, all the sports and entertainment you could wish. We'd We're always the irritating, always Jews irritating Jews. And Serendipitous Jewish. Sunday! On Sunday, as our listeners all know and resent, we leave things up to serendipity. And we welcome back our wonderful, our fabulous, our fantastic, our well-loved Star Trek correspondent, the one, the only, Estelle Nezzi. Estelle, how are you doing today?
2: Um, I'm doing good. It's some chilly good? sweater weather for the first time in
0: Charlottesville so yes, today. I, yes, I do. Um, it's true. Um... Okay, we're going to do What Do You Think now? Yeah, and okay. it's time
1: again for What Do You Think? Each week we play a brand new release or a recent live performance that neither of us has heard, and we'll see what we think, and you at home can too. And maybe those of you at home will tweet us at The or email us at bickersthe at gmail.com, or leave us one of those messages on Anchor. Don't we have a message on Anchor we haven't heard yet do on we? the podcast? Yeah, I, I think you said the youth correspondent had posted. No, we played oh, that. Oh, that was on Insta, maybe. Yeah. Right, Okay. This week's selection is the new single from one of your favorites, right? Oh, my, one of my pop favorites. Viennese. and I look at it, uh, I looked at it, I like it already because it's called Beau Papa, which of course is one of my nicknames.
0: D- d- no, no.
1: Yeah, oh, definitely. Beau Papa, sure, I've been known that the day you Adding Beau to a r- relative
0: thing in French is like saying step. It's
1: oh, really? Like stepfather. Right? Oh, no, that's not a yeah, beautiful that's father. Yeah, right. that's Forget the idiom, I'm just talking about beautiful. The literal paradigm. translation. Yeah, the literal. Okay, I'm a literal Okay, let's listen right, to Bo Pop par the end. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm getting the volume up.
3: J'avais pas prévu d'un jour adopté. Mon enfant, j'ai dû surtout m'adapter. Y'a pas que les gènes qui font les familles, des humains qui s'aiment suffisent. Et si l'inverse ne touche toi et moi, on la traverse à deux, à trois. Et si l'inverse ne touche toi et moi, prends ma main. place du premier vitali je t'aime sur ton visage on voit son visage et c'est ainsi que tu es belle de vous à moi c'est moi j'avoue qui me suis invité dans sa villa là dans la vie où elle n'a rien demandé et si l'inverse on touche toi et moi on la traverse toi qui l'as fait, y'a pas que les gènes qui font les familles du moment qu'on sait. Et si l'averse nous touche toi et moi, on la traverse à deux, à trois. Et si l'averse nous touche toi et moi,
1: I think you're the VE expert. I think it's mid-level Viene. Mid-level, fair yeah. middling. Yeah. V&E? Did yeah. you know that Viene's father is a military helicopter pilot? I
0: was actually aware. Of that.
1: Did you know his mother worked in air traffic control? I was not aware. Of did you know Viene himself went to a military high school for a while? I did not know that. Did you know he beat out Black M and a bunch of other artists for a sort of New Artist of the I Year award? That. that was his big sort of splash on the scene? I yeah? did know that. You knew a lot of things about B&E. Oh, yeah. No, I'm a big fan of b Yeah. I Yeah. I think that what that song lacks is backing vocals For me. No. I think I'll write to him and say, I Whatever can record you backing vocals a backing you, track. That
0: doesn't mean it needs them.
1: No, that's true. Okay. And speaking of great new artists, we turn now to our Star Trek correspondent, Estelle Nezzi.
0: Estelle Nezzi!
1: <laughs> You're there.
0: Thank you, thank
2: You're you there. so much.
1: Okay, good. So we have to <laughs> a, you, you can imagine the question we're going to begin with. Which figure from Star yeah. Trek reminds us most of the late Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg?
2: Wow. Hmm. okay. Oh my God. there's so I feel like there's so many options that could represent the different. I think she was such a powerful figure. Um, and gosh. I'm trying to Maybe Man, I should have like thought about this more in depth before I before I came on here. Like I think this needs research, but um
0: Well you can get back to us next week on yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. You absolutely You
2: know what? She's she was like I, I think she she was just like the commanding and powerful elements of like Janeway and the conviction of Cisco. Maybe like Janeway and Cisco if you combined. Janeway and Excellent. Um,
1: I I, I wonder what you you think of this. When I was thinking about the question myself, uh, the character who came to me was the data from Picard about a figure who's really trying to transcend his circumstances, who's not accepting any limitations that are built in for the expectations that are, are built into the... The structure into which that character has been born.
0: I like it. I don't. Oh, we lost Estelle.
1: Really? She's gone? We're never going to know which. I, oh, she's back. She's back. Good.
2: Yeah, I think Data. Data would be a good fit as well.
1: So we'll come back to it next week. We're all still absorbing this loss, so that's. So, uh, at our Rosh Hashanah service yesterday, our rabbi just lit into Senator McConnell for refusing to confirm a Supreme Court justice in the months before the 2016 presidential election, but rushing to confirm one now. It's a classic choice between doing the right thing and doing the self-serving thing. How do Star Trek, uh, figures in Star Trek, treat those kinds of choices?
2: Well, I think uh, when thinking about that, one of the first examples that popped into my head was the very first episode of Star Trek Voyager when the crew of Voyager is stranded in the Delta Quadrant and Captain Janeway is faced with the choice of using the technology of the alien that brought them there to return home or destroying it to protect the O'Compens, um, which are the alien species uh, that live nearby, um, and she made the very difficult choice to destroy it and protect the O'Connor instead of doing the selfish thing, which was to send everybody home using that technology. Um,
1: That's nice. That's I think
2: cool. that was... Never do
1: that. No, Mitch McConnell would never ever do that. Yes. Yeah. Well, we had, we had a second Republican senator say today that she won't support a uh, a vote prior to the elections, so we have hope. We only need a couple more, yeah. so keep up <laughs> fingers crossed. Finally, here's something Alrighty. we have to ask for a Star Trek perspective about. Dmitry Rogozin, head of the Russian space corporation Roscosmos, announced this week that in addition to collaborating with the US on a joint mission to Venus, Russia will send its own mission there. He added, quote, we think that Venus is a Russian planet, so we shouldn't lag behind. What Star Trek entity would have been most likely to look at things that way? Venus is a Russian planet.
2: Uh, I feel like that's fairly Romulan. That's I, think, I think yeah. the Romulans would, would be like, that's our planet, that belongs to the Empire.
1: I like it. So Romulans and Russians have a certain something in common. Is there? I can't remember. Is there a head of the Romulans? Uh,
2: ahead of the Rom, I don't know if there's one uh, central authority figure. But I think one of the biggest things that we see with the Romulans is the Tal Shiar, which is the Romulan secret police.
1: Right. Like have a
2: lot of power.
1: Like the KGB. Yeah. Exactly. I, remember, I know you know somebody who's really expert at the. Uh, making, uh, human figures into Star Trek ones. I wonder if we could get a Romulan-Putin. <laughs>
2: wow. um, I'm not, I'm not sure if my sister would enjoy, uh, directing her artistic efforts into creating such a monstrosity. <laughs>
1: fair enough, fair enough. We, we will protect your sister's interests. Anyway. So, we return again to our uh, closing Serendipitous Sunday feature, sport or Jew no sport. Or not, I mean, sport or not sport? With the first traces of fall in the air, a lot mm. of us are looking ahead to winter. Oh, yeah. So today's sport or no sport list is focused on the Winter Olympics. Oh, are you ready?
0: Always.
1: Estelle, are you ready? Not just... Sport or no sport? Yeah. You ready? Okay. Are are you guys familiar with this one, the biathlon, sport. where they ski and ski and ski and then they shoot a gun?
0: Sport. What?
1: Sport. You don't know this Olympic event? They ski long distances to to a stop, and then they have to shoot a very little target it's far away. It's
0: the weirdest away. thing I've ever seen. It's so weird, but it's. A sport. I've never heard of that. You well, know, it awful. actually
1: it actually has a noble sort of military heritage. It actually, it turns out to be very hard to shoot a gun when your heart is really racing. And the Swiss military folks had to learn how to do that. So the biathlon developed as a way of training them how to do that. But my partner here says it's not a sport. I said it's a sport. Oh, you said it's it's a sport. Okay, all right, all right. How about curling? You know, the one where they have the disc on the ice and they have to use the
0: broom? That's called cleaning. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Do you know that one, Estelle?
2: Um, I've heard jokes made about curling in various uh, forms of media throughout the years, um, but
1: I've never actually paid close attention to the mechanics of it. Okay. All right. So here's this one that's very close to our hearts because yeah, very our driveway point. becomes a setting for this <laughs> when it snows a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the luge.
0: It's one of my favorite things to watch. I love watching them go down the little thing and, you know, it it looks like there's no strategy or skill to it at all, though I'm sure there is. Not a sport. Not a sport? Why not Not a sport? sport? Because none of the people doing the luge could handle our driveway.
1: You know, one, I think, definitions for a sport is something that no Jew could any ever possibly do. And so I'm kind of drawn to it as a possible sport because I just can't picture putting, a, you know, somebody named Irving in a luge. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Do you have an opinion on this one, Estelle?
2: I mean, I think, like, I, I kind of agree that I, I don't know exactly how much strategy you could implement, but I'm sure there's, Maybe there's some very high technique, uh, slight tilting and shifting of body weight that's involved. I'm not sure. All right.
1: Um. Okay. <laughs> well, here's an interesting one. How about figure skating? Yeah, I'd give that a sport. Figure skating? Yeah. Yes. That's cock. I'd
2: say figure that's,
0: skating is a sport. Yeah, I could
1: never do that. Should I have asked a separate one for ice dancing? I know there's a thing called ice dancing, but I don't, but know I don't really that. know what it is. Yeah,
0: I don't know enough about Figure skating ice is dancing so is... ...so that if you do it professionally, it's a sport.
1: What is ice dancing, Estelle?
2: Ice dancing, I think it, it's very similar to figure skating, except that there is less focus on technical jumps in ice dancing than there is in figure skating. Um,
1: okay, good. All right, this is setting us good, up good for next week. We can do Summer Olympic sports. Alright, last one. You ready? Yeah. Ski jumping.
0: Ski jumping. Let us Estelle go first on this one. Yeah, I'm... I'm,
2: I'm ski jumping. I'm yeah. Up. How does one ski jump? Do you yeah, just ski and then jump over things? And then they, they go high up in the
1: air. And it's the, whoever wins is the one who jumps the farthest and doesn't die. Or maybe if you die, you still win. Oh. <laughs> you never saw a ski jumping in the Olympics?
2: No, you know what? The only Olympics that I ever paid, like the only Olympic activities I paid attention to, was mostly of the figure skating. Um, next time, that,
1: <laughs> we, next time they have the Winter Olympics on, we have to watch it with you to expand your uh, horizons yes. on this. Yes. And then we. Can...
2: Yes, but Sporting you know enough. how I feel.
0: Sport us sport while we watch. Well, that we watch the Olympics. Yeah, edition. that's a
1: good special edition. What do you think about ski jumping?
2: Uh, it's, I
1: don't know. You're not saying either this or no for? I'm abstaining from this vote. On this one, I'm saying not a Jew. I can't picture. <laughs> I cannot picture any. I just don't know who you could get. there. No. I th- I can imagine Jews have done it by accident. No, I you agree know, with yeah, them now. Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh! ah! Yeah. But all right. Oh, okay, yeah. that concludes uh, Jewishish for today. Well, I believe. this has been interesting.
2: Oh, I was wondering if there is one last thing yeah. that I could add. Please. So. I was thinking about RBG, Yeah. and I read several articles the other day on the day that she passed, on Friday. And I saw one article that was talking about why she didn't retire when Obama was yeah. president. Yeah. Um, when she knew that she was getting older and her health was failing, why did she take the risk knowing you know, what could happen if she passed during Trump's presidency um, or the possibility of that? and this one article was saying that she came from like a ver- like an era of like optimism and she was quoted as once saying that she hoped that this like Trump era would be an aberration in history and talking about RBG as this very like optimistic figure and the hope that like justice uh, will prevail above all else and it reminded me because i just watched a video where it was interviewing um, one of the men who worked on the original series of Star Trek. And he was responsible for a lot of the set designs for all the shows. And he talked about how the creator, Gene Roddenberry, and his desire to present this very hopeful, optimistic view of the future, and how that even affected how he, everything in the design of like the bridge of like the enterprise he wanted it to be a relaxed and comfortable workspace and he really wanted the future to be like this just hopeful optimistic future and the video was talking about how that clashes with say star trek picard or star trek discovery which are the most recent star trek shows where everything is a lot Darker, there's a lot more pessimism, even in the very design of the ships as like militaristic, when the original vision for Starfleet was never supposed to be that dark, like warfare um, like purpose. And so I just thought there was a very interesting parallel of optimism versus pessimism. Um, in the
1: current day, I, I think that's very interesting, and I think it gives a way of understanding some of the, um, to my mind, more impressive initial reactions since we learned about RBG's death. Uh, it seems like AOC is essentially taking the attitude okay, everybody, pick yourselves up off the mat, we've got to do this. And, um, you know, need, need, seeing herself as needing to inspire hope at a time when people are very discouraged and so what you're saying would be that AOC is really doing it RBG's way right at this moment. Mm Thank (laughs) you. Nice. Good. Thank you for that Estelle, that was really a great, uh, really a great
0: connection. That was good. Yeah. Good. Thank you. All right. Well, this has been Josh. Estelle, thank you for joining us and for all that. Everybody,
2: Thank you so much
0: for having me. We're going to start a new week tomorrow. Yeah, we got a Murray Monday. And it's a special week, you know, High Holy Days and all that. The uh, gates are open, so we got to be doing especially good episodes. Does
1: that mean we have to be less
0: blasphemous? Yes.
1: Yeah, because the gates of heaven are open now. I don't want them, Yeah, you hate hate to think of them as having
0: the podcast on up there. The (laughs) angels listening (laughs) to this. Oh, boy. That's not an ideal, uh, no. <laughs> image. No. Alright, thanks everybody. This has been Joshish. We'll see ya. Joshish.